You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and I hope wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing, you're doing pretty bloody well. You're about to listen to my conversation with the newly minted frontwoman for new wave of British heavy metal reactivated superstars, Thunderstick. Vixen is her name, and she's got quite a story to share, so why don't we get stuck into it? Here we go. Here she is, Vixen. Vixen, welcome to the show. I have a copy of your bio... And it contains yeah. the same opening and closing phrase, which is a woman of paradox. Care to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, it's it's a it's a woman of extremes. I think that's you know I'm I'm um, on stage. I'm very explosive, excited. Um, but if if the song of the the emotion of the song takes me, then I can be sort of very um, um, sort of melancholic at the same time. And and it's the same with my songwriting. Um, it can it can be very diverse. I've got I've got lots of different sides to me, um, and that's what I guess that means. Mm-hmm. I got to say I love um, the look that you've got, the image that you present. So is that something that is that is that you in the day to day, or is that something you're doing for the stage? That is actually me. <laughs> Wonderful. No, great. I love people who stand within their own truth on that, and I like that in the day to day today. You know, it always disappointed yeah. me as a kid when I found out that Kiss didn't actually walk around like that in the day to day. With the makeup on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. Um, I do. It's taken me a long time to actually bring out my full personality over the years, um, which mm. I probably got from my bio. Um, so now I, I'm sort of I, I've embraced it, and um, I'm very creative, and, and I like to sort of you know, use that in, in the way that I look as well. So, so yeah, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your journey up to this point. So, of course, we're going to talk all about Thunderstick, but what sort of bands yeah. have you been playing in and what, what have you been doing over the past? I think I, I, I listened to your, um, to your YouTube video and you mentioned that you'd been performing uh, solidly, I think at the point was for eight years or so. So, gosh, you must have been on yeah. a lot of the stages of a lot of pubs and clubs through the UK in that time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I started um, out with a girl band uh, called Plenty, um, and that was um, that was good fun. That lasted about two years, um, and that was sort of you know sort of gigging every weekend um, in the local pubs and clubs. Um, and then after that, um, I joined Black Rose, which um, played more of um, it's, it's a covers band to begin with, um, and we played more of sort of uh, Bon Jovi, Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, all the stuff that that I really loved. Um, so so that's that was good fun, um, and still doing that now. But we've actually now turned our hand to writing our own stuff, um, which has been an amazing experience, which which I've loved. Um, so yeah, so there's that, and I've also got a side project called Lucifer's Daughter. Um, at great the moment, name. we're just um, yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> although, although we have had a lot of problems with that name because people have accused us of being satanic and things like that, which isn't uh, what it's about at uh, all. It's basically about a fallen angel, really. Of course. Um, yeah. So that's quite, it's kind of like a story behind it, and and we've written some songs there, but uh, we, we haven't gigged yet. It's um, we sort of meet up once a week, and it's it's. And primarily writing at the moment, um, but it may it, we may do some gigs, but it's kind of not on the on the list to do straight away. If you know what I mean, we're enjoying the whole writing process. So, mm. so that's that's it for now. Um, and then obviously Thunderstick um, came about, and yeah, just just really really excited about that because that's going to mean um, sort of going further afield um, with the shows and a lot more of the theatrics and costumes and things like that as well. So yes. yeah, it's uh, it's very diverse what I'm doing. And I absolutely love what I'm doing in all, all of the bands, so it's fantastic. 
Wonderful. So what inspired you to join forces with Barry in Thunderstick? It was, um, uh, Barry got in touch with me, it was about a year ago the first time, mm. um, sadly um, yeah, I was not in a position to do it then um, and I was gutted about it and then uh, he re-approached me again at the end of last year and I just grabbed it with both hands because I just, I loved the the music that, and of, of course the theatrical side of it as well, um, mm. which allows me to sort of bring out all of my personalities on stage. Um, so I'm really excited about that and, and listening to the uh, the Samson stuff to begin with, which I loved um, and um, the, the analog album, um, which has got so much energy, um, is going to be very exciting to perform that. And then the latest album as well, which is, again, completely different, but still really energetic and there's some really, really good, really good stuff on there that I'm excited to perform. So, so I could not turn it down and I've been excited uh, ever since. <laughs> it, it looks, I've got a good feeling about this. I think it's going to be a great partnership. So you mentioned that you met Barry or you spoke to Barry about, you know, a partnership a year ago or so. Yeah. How, did, how did you guys first meet? Uh, Barry contacted me through Facebook. Um, uh, I think uh, sort of seen some videos and some um, pictures and things like that and, and found me that way. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I thought Lucy did a, an amazing job on the album because the vocals were the element in the music that really grabbed me when I first heard Go Sleep With The Enemy. So, look, I'm 39 years yeah. of age, so I've got to say I wasn't familiar with Thunderstick or Barry. I, 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 when I started reading about him, of course, I recalled stories through the years reading metal magazines where this um, yeah. bejeweled and um, hooded mask drummer was referenced and of yeah. course the samson material and all the rest of it but was there I, I, in other words I, I had an awareness of the history but was there a handover period where both yourself and lucy were working in the band because i take it lucy was brought in just for the recording and barry always had you in mind for the live performances yeah i'm not sure that, that you always had me in mind i know i was offered it but i, I think um I mean, I don't really know um, the, the full history um, with Lucy, but I, I just know that um, the understanding I've got is that it was a, sort of a session um, musician. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. Yeah. And then, uh, and then um, there was there was an opening again, and, and Barry asked me if I wanted to do. I was interested in in joining the band and doing the live shows. So, so yeah, like I said, I don't know too much about it, so it would be wrong to to start talking about it when I don't know anything. So. No, that's fair enough. And I think Barry's a bit like Yngwie Malmsteen in that I think everybody who's a fan of Thunderstick is completely aware that he is Thunderstick, if you like. Um, yeah. And that the band on stage is, with all due respect to yourself and the musicians that are on the stage in Thunderstick, that you're the band on stage at the time. Yeah, no, I think I think this time it's a little a little bit different. I mean, it feels more like a family um um, and, and that's what Barry says, you know, he, when we talk about it, he says he wants us all to be involved as Thunderstick as the band and not just him. Okay, um, right. So we're, we're kind of a work, we are working together and we're looking at sort of writing some new material as well. Um, and, you know, he wants us all to be involved in that process. Because um, in the past, it was Barry that, that wrote all of the, the songs on um, in the Thunderstick um, analogue and um with the, the latest album as well mm. but this time he says he wants it to be more of a, a sort of band project so okay, cool. that's really great too so the albums feel like rock and roll uh which i think was released in 1983 and beauty and the beast from 1984 um, yeah you know they're, they're very early material do, do you do you guys anticipate there's going to be some fans from that era that are going to be looking out for some tunes there or when you do the live performances is, is it going to be mainly focusing on the excellent new album 
I think it's it's a mixture of of, of all three. It's going to be uh, it is going to be a mixture of Samson, um, the the um, songs from the analog album, which was the ones you mentioned. There, there's been an album released in 2011, which is a combination of the Thunderstick right. songs that were performed back in the 80s, um, and then some off the new album. So it's kind of um, it's giving you a whole picture really of, of Thunderstick, uh, and yeah, and of course um, Barry's earlier days with Samson too. So we sort of given a whole a whole chunk of of history if you know what i mean yeah. um from past present you know and in the middle so it's all very exciting yeah yeah i can imagine and i had a really good chat to barry last year actually for a podcast episode in the radio show and look we spoke about a heap of things but yeah. some of the things we focused on were that i can certainly attest to given i'm also a working musician that it's bloody hard work so yeah. <laughs> what challenges do you guys anticipate as you look at promoting the album? Um, promoting the album, um, the challenges, I guess, is the same as any musician is is, is keeping yourself going uh, financially because um, we all have to mm. do other jobs, you know, to, to support ourselves. Um, and I mean, th there's a good thing about this band now is we're all very local. We live local to each other. So um, before, I think, with um, the other musicians on the, the 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 album, the latest album, it was sort of spot spotted around the UK. Whereas now we're all sort of based in the southeast, so it's going to be a lot easier for um, rehearsals and, and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, really, there's not really um, any great challenges. Um, I, I can't, you know, can't foresee anything like that. I just think it's all. We're all so excited, and we're all on the same page, and we're all just eager to get out there. So, so that's really good. So, might some of the touring plans include coming to Australia? I wonder. I, th I think. Um, I mean, we're, we're not ruling anything out, and we're, we're just sort of excited to, to be together and and do any shows that, that are that are offered within our capabilities you know um so yeah I'd, i would love personally love to come to australia i've never been to australia so that would be great yeah wonderful yeah whereabouts are you from in the uk if you don't mind sharing you from a, a um I, I think i read your bio of course so you talked about a small town or, or a village but um is it is that yeah. something you can share and what were your experiences yeah. like growing up as a fan of metal and rock yeah, so so basically, um, I, I live in Kent now, um, in the south of England, but I'm originally from Ludlow in Shropshire. Um, it's right on the Welsh border, um, and it's uh, it is a sort of quite an isolated town in in, in the hills. Um, lots of farming communities and that kind of thing. Um, so so I was kind of cut off from um, mainstream metal and rock. I mean, my my mum was into soul and Motown, which I couldn't connect with as a child. Yeah. Um, but I love music. I mean, my first album was 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 Kate Bush, and and I just I love that. Um, and um, so it, it was kind of difficult to get into. And I think I was about eleven or twelve when I first heard metal, which was by accident. I, I found a cassette in my dad's work van that had been left by one of his employees, and it, it was like a mixture of, of British heavy metal. And and I just remember listening to it and thinking. Uh, this is this is amazing. This music feels like it should be illegal or something, you know. Yeah, um, so I used to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, and I just didn't have any access. There was no access or anything at, at where I was from. I mean, we had Woolworths, uh, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but that was a yeah, like a like yeah. a shop. Yeah, uh, yeah, where where you could buy music, but it was just music that was in the charts. So it was very very difficult to get hold of. Um, so it took me to sort of get well into my teens before I could actually access uh, the music that I loved. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so it, it, it was, I was quite isolated 
but it was always in my heart as soon as I heard it I was like I feel free to this music it's amazing (laughs) yeah I suppose you're in one of those a very rare situation there's only uh, a few people that have been in your situation from the perspective that you'll be singing songs potentially if you're playing Samson material that Bruce Dickinson has sung and I mean I know people talk about Rob Halford being the metal god but with all due respect to the great man Bruce might be the one as far as I'm concerned. So do you sort of have to sort of think yourself, oh, my God, I'm getting up on st- – like, sorry if I'm bringing this up and it raises the anxiety level, so it's not meant to do that. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I'm singing Bruce Dickinson's songs or songs that he's sung on? Yes. It's a big bar to, to be set, isn't it? <laughs> um, but I, I, I embrace – I love a good challenge and, and I embrace that. I'm, I'm having um, some vocal training with an opera singer at the moment, um, which I have been have for the last few months. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to do those vocals justice. Um, and in practice, I'm it's sure getting there. And yeah. Really excited um, to put sort of a female twist on it as well. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be good. So have you had, have you had fans, since the, it was announced that you were joining Thunderstick as the vocalist, have you had fans reach out to you and say, this is great, tell me about yourself, that sort of thing? Yeah, quite a lot, because I've got a page on Facebook, a, a Vixen page. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, and yes, the, sorry, the I forgot it, yeah. Got it, yeah. Brilliant, yeah, yeah. The response has been really great. Um, lots of positive comments and personal messages. Lots of support, which has been it's been fantastic. You know, and the media coverage has been really good as well. So I can't complain. It, it's been great. Yeah, wonderful. Um, Chris Martin. Now I had a good chat to him not that long ago as well, and I know um, Darren also looks after his PR and press. But um, is there a potential for you guys to form a partnership and say bring a bit of a show on the road and tour around the UK and potentially abroad? Oh, I think I think so. I mean, like like I said earlier, um, we we look we would love to do a tour. Um, I know Barry's in chats with um, people all over Europe, um, to, to sort of talking about sort of doing shows. Um, so so we're up for anything really. Hmm. Um, so, so yeah, whatever comes about, we will definitely contemplate and um, get some plans in motion. Wonderful. All right. Look, I, what I'd like to do is actually give people an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better, if it's okay. So I'm going to ask you yeah. a series of questions, and you can answer them in any format you like. In other words, it can be as not safe for work as you so choose, because I do host an R-rated program. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so choose three words to describe yourself. Oh, um, I would say I am excitable. Um, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't know if there's one word to use for that, but I'm very, I'm very transparent. Open. Yeah, open. Yeah, that's what. I yeah, yeah, very open and transparent, and I'm empathic. Um, I, I feel the emotions of others, and the music. Um, I sort of take on board all the emotions of that, if, if you know what I mean. So, yep. um, yeah. Okay. If you could invite anybody from any time in history to a dinner, you can choose three people, I should say. Who would you invite? Oh, okay. Um, I'd love to talk to Marilyn Manson. I think he's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, um, David Coverdale. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I loved um, when he, when he sang for Deep Purple. Um, I love some of his performances. So that that would be really cool. Um, let me think. Who else would be really interesting to talk to? Um, probably Freud. Couldn't it be people that have died? Yeah, of course. Yeah, can be anybody. Yeah, Jesus I'd love, or whatever. I'd love yeah. to chat with Sigmund Freud because I'm a, a massive fan of psychology. Um, 
I recently um, completed a degree with um, psychology and criminology mixed together. Um, And I I find his ideas fascinating. And of course, he he started the whole uh, genre of of psychology, really. So, so, yeah. Okay, great responses. And um, here's a good one, actually. This stumps some people, but here we go. If you could go go back to when you were 18 and give yourself some advice, what do you think you'd say? Be yourself. Um, Never change for anybody. I spent a lot of my years changing myself to suit the situation I was in rather than being my real self, which I am now. Hmm. But um, for me, it's taken too long. (laughs) So that was what I would say, yeah. What I liked about that response is it was very quick. You know, I mean, yeah. it's such great advice because, I mean, I, I have no idea into I mean, I, I get the statistics of the countries people are in who listen to my podcast series. And they're all over the world, right? But I don't know their age. So I think yeah. anybody younger than 25, I think it's tough to sort of stand within your own truth and really be who you truly are. But you figure out as you get mm-hmm. older that there's just no point in being anybody else but you. That's it. Yeah. And then you think, oh, I've, I've missed all those years of being me, you know. <laughs> what, what could have happened? Mm. No, spot on. <laughs> If uh, actually, uh, what was the first album you bought that had a real significant impact on you? Um, um, I'm trying to think what it was. I think it was Kate Bush, the whole story. Mm. Um, yeah, great. I album. was very young, but uh, I just um, and even now I listen to it. I just love, and she was so ahead of her time. Um, Again, it's the emotion and a voice and the, diff- and the you know variation of performances. So yeah, I'll go with that. Yep. And what was the first tour that you saw? So or first band that you saw live? I went to see Bon Jovi in 1995 <laughs> at Wembley, the old Wembley that we say over here in England because it's a new one now. But uh, but yeah, he was a bit of a heartthrob for me when I was in my teens. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's about it. That's the questions I've had prepared. Is there anything else that you'd like to? share with the listeners about yourself and and so they can and actually i should say how come because i I know you've got another a number of projects on the go yourself so how can people get in touch with you uh facebook um on my vixen page um i'm sort of i've got that uh, notifications everything on my phone so i can get back to people very quickly on that uh thunderstick through thunderstick um and um and yeah uh basically that um i've always got my uh, my skype as well um so but yeah probably the vixen pages is the best way to contact me excellent one thing i would ask you to get organized for both yourself and and thunderstick is some merchandise because mm-hmm. i did notice i mean it might be there but i couldn't see it easily right okay is that um I'll pass that one. yeah have you got merchandise yeah. available yeah, I think yeah, there is uh, uh, T-shirts and um, uh, things like that. And I know they're just about to release the album on vinyl as well. Okay. So oh, that's are they? Cool. Okay, that's excellent. Yeah, I didn't, didn't yeah. realise that. Yeah, because I looked on, I think it's Bandcamp. Um, and I did yeah. scroll through the Facebook page the other night, but I couldn't see a Shop Now tab or anything like that. It's only a minor thing, but one of the things that I'm really big on because I talk to so many artists is that, is that um, giving giving fans an opportunity to support you financially is really yes. important. Um, and fans, I love T-shirts. I'll, I'll buy T-shirts and never wear them. I just like having them. Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? But yeah. um, Chris Chris sent me a t- Chris Martin sent me a T-shirt, which I do wear in some of the videos that I do and all the rest of it. So I, I, when a Thunderstick one comes available, I'll be doing the same thing. Because the album, I should say, was my number two or three album released in 2017 in my top 20. I actually oh, did fantastic. A, I actually That's did a great. program on it. Yeah, so... Um, 
I was very impressed with the album, as I say. Sorry, just I know we're talking yeah. about something we've already spoken about, but still, I was so impressed with the album, and and I think what you're bringing to the project is only going to enhance what Barry's been trying to do. So, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Godspeed to you, and I wish you all the very Thank best of success. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time, and it's been lovely chatting to you. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my discussion with Vixen, who is the newly minted frontwoman for the band Thunderstick. Thank you so much for listening.